Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fela Tapender Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rob Florence here in the room with the man himself. His name is... The Champ. The Champ is... Swig a tight coat for the working man. The Champ is back. Gredo is back. And actually, you're in London, Gredo? No, I'm in the house. No, he's, he's in the house. He's back. And we have, of course, producer John McAnally, the presenter of Falkirk Daft, is here in the room. He has joined us here... How's Falkirk Daft going, John? Going very well, thanks, Rab. Thanks. Is uh, we had a big interview the other week here with the manager, John McGowan. Did some no good idea, numbers. No idea who that is. No yeah. idea who that is. Is he the manager of Falkirk? Yes, I. You've got managers, not it? Aye, aye, aye. Wait, did, what happened? Did Falkirk not do it at the weekend? Then he came back. Oh, got beat. Feed? Got beat. We don't want to talk about that. Oh, that's but right. he came on right, and it was really awkward situation. So he came on and. We're just like, oh, thanks, John. Thanks for giving up your time. Because this man, you know, he's the manager of a very well-established football club. Um, and he came on, he, he was like, oh, great, give us your time. You know, thank you very much. We're just a couple of daft folk at last. Just like, hope it's not too daft. Oh, no, John. That would be fine. Why are you laughing? Totally put on the back foot. He says, no, seriously, why are you laughing? I don't like nonsense. <laughs> totally put on the back foot and straight off the bat. Is this the geezer that was at ref for a wee years? Aye. aye, aye. I don't like nonsense. Is he it? looks like an old school teacher. What's he oh, doing fucking managing Falkirk if he doesn't like nonsense? Me messing with Big John, I tell you. Was so, there any, did you tell him about your dad not fucking him? No, but here's another thing, right? My dad, I don't know how, I must be my brother just listening to the podcast. So I get a message from my dad the other night there saying, what's this all about then? Talking about him being hard on this podcast. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm like, your reputation must precede you, dad. I don't know where this Grado's pulled this from. And then he said, oh, I saw Grado eh, on Endeavour the other night there. He did very well. <laughs> <laughs> get out of this funny, man. But there you go. Your dad doesn't yeah, stand for any nonsense John? either, does he? He doesn't stand for nonsense, your dad. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Here, John, see that bit where you said, like, he goes, are you laughing? Is it on Falkirk Daft? No, it was on this podcast. Oh, no, oh. The, the McGlynn. Aye. Oh, no, that was an outtake, Grado. That was an outtake. We took oh, that did out. You? Oh, you should have kept it. I know, I know. I tell you what, though, Grado, we've not been on the podcast since your big match up at WrestleZone versus Ronan King. I've seen some clips of this match. By the way, five stars, people are saying. Hey. 
Were you trying to take the piss from me? No, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. There's five. There's everyone's on Twitter saying this is this is five stars. By the way, let me tell you something. It was a great match, and it was probably my sec. I mean, I've only had about six matches. How many matches have I had this year? I had the Comic Con down in Liverpool. Then I wrestled Jester at the Pavilion. Then I wrestled with Ravy Davy. Then then I wrestled. Um, in the family show, ICW. Did you do one in Stirling? Did I do one? No, that was last year. Remember, that was last year. Uh, And then I did five or six matches. That was probably my second favourite match this year. It was really, mate, it was really, really good. Do you know what it was good? Do you know what was funny about it? Right, listeners. My father ended up coming up in the car with me, right? And he's fucking sitting in the motorman burying everybody. Ah, I've been watching that. That's one lot of rubbish and all that. And then I just started riding off your coattails. Get on this shit. He's burning everybody, right? And I'm like, no, I got that. Here I'm riding this room. Here I'm riding this room. Your coattails and all that shit, right? Get any wrestler that I brought up. He's an arena now. He's an arena now, right? And I mean, he's got nothing about him. And where's he go about him and all that shit, anyway? <laughs> so see, when I go there, I was like, wow, my dad's in the crowd. I was like, Ken, usually if I go up to these things, I'm like that to the guy. Listen. We'll not be doing much tonight, you know that? We'll not be doing much. We'll be keeping it basic. I was like, wee guy. I goes, mate, we're going to be locking up, man. We're going to do a bit of training. My feathers out there. See? Man, up your big fucking... Fucking lock up into the fucking hammer, lock down the room, snap me if you work up, switch reverse roll, fucking me. I was going, that's... Oh, because my dad was in the crowd. Fucking loser. And uh, the best it is, man, I came out and he, he wasn't even looking at me. He was, just, he was sitting with his um, walking stick. He was in a daydream. And I try to get him involved in the spot. I come into the site and I'm trying to get my dad to Ken Yeezy stick and all that, but he was just kind of walking away from me. And I'm going, Dad, <laughs> blow the spot, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you about that Ronan King. He's a talented boy. I says, look, because WrestleZone's brilliant, right? It really is. What I, the, the fans love it and they play along. They know all the storylines and all the rest of it. I says, Ronan, you're, you're got to be a star, you just need to get yourself out of Aberdeen now. Ken that way, you need to get down to Glasgow, you need to get down to London, out and about Manchester, Liverpool, and he's only, well, he just turned 19. But he's a talented son of a gun. Get yourself just, seen. Mm-hmm. Get yourself I, seen. You look, mate, so will you tell everybody you had COVID last week? Uh, I, it's not a secret. I, was, I, I saw that, I saw John put out a tweet saying, Rabs under the weather or something. I was like, are you fucking talking as if like I've got cancer or something? You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know if you wanted people knowing you had COVID, Rabs under, I, rabs I can, under the weather. <laughs> I can imagine you're only liking folk knowing you've got COVID, but Rab. Why? Because I'm an anti-vaxxer? Uh, mate, no, because <laughs> everybody... Mind that, mind, that, mind, that, mind, that, mind that time I was doing with you in London and nobody else was wearing a mask and you had about 14 masks in your face. <laughs> well, it's the first time I've ever caught it. You know what I mean? Oh, thank God I was, thank God I'm all vaxxed up, you know what I mean? Because it it kicked my ass, man. It fucking flattened me. I know, man. I just watched loads of films, though, man. I was watching all sorts of films, man. That sounds good. Every one of them, bar one, had subtitles as well. It was all foreign films I was watching. I don't know why that happened, but... Did you... Any recommendations? Do I have any recommendations? No, because it was kind of old films I was watching. I was watching, like, I, I really enjoyed that uh, DiCaprio one, uh, The Revenant, the one where he fights the bear. You oh, know that one? Good, uh, yeah. oh. I think it's a bear that's fucking good. Man. Have you Tom saw Hoffman's Old Boy? One. Did you watch that? I saw, I didn't watch Old Boy, but I've seen it. Aye. What about Battle Royale? <laughs> Fuck's sake, what's going on here? I've seen that as well. <laughs> what about Amelie? 
love Amelie. Her name is Cat after Amelie. What about the French Argentinian film where the guy breaks his back? He's a paraplegic and he's in his bed. Or the diving bell and the butterfly or something. No, it's not that that great. Something. Uh, That's a good film. It's sad, though, isn't it? Aye, of course, because he's a paraplegic, so it's it's right for the get go. It's a bit fucking. Um. Aye, so. What else did you watch? What else did I watch? I watched Killer, uh, that documentary on Netflix, Killer, what's her name? About the bodybuilder. Fucking, her, her name's went in my head. Nicole Bass? Bo- no, it's about a bodybuilder that murdered her, that shot her man um, with a shotgun. These are all fun things that you've been watching, Raph. I watched The Hunt, which was good, which was a Mads Mickelson film about a teacher, who get, a nursery teacher who gets accused of the. Um, well, molesting the wains. He doesn't. He didn't. What's do funny it. about that, John? Spoilers. Light-hearted viewing from Rab during COVID. I watched Uncut. I watched Uncut as well. Which, hell. which was um, which is probably Christopher Nolan's best film. I think. You no, that's nonsense. The last one I saw, to be fair, was Tenet, which I honestly think is one of the worst films Tenet, I've ever Tenet seen in my life. Terrible, but like, oh, you, you try to say. That that was better than, say, for example, what's the magician one? The Prestige. The that's Prestige, aye, it's better than the Prestige, I think. Yeah. What about the jungle? You've been watching the jungle? Nah, I've not been watching the jungle. <laughs> Are you still not in the jungle yet? I can't believe it, Grado. When are you going to be in no. the fucking jungle? But came up, I was nearly in. What? No. Came up, I was nearly in. What? The weakest link. Oh, right. Oh, I thought you were going to say strictly. Yeah, I thought you were going to say the, the jungle. All right. You were nearly in the weakest link. Did you get asked? Nah, I was asked to, to, to be in as a standby. In case somebody else pulled out, saw celebrities in it, and I had to be on standby. Fuck that, man. I'm raging, man. I was like, I was right up for it. You had to be good goodbye. <laughs> hey, who hosts it now? Is it that Romesh Ranganathan guy? Ah, uh, it's Romesh. He he runs it, so I was looking forward to it. That would have been good. I forgot he was doing it now. Um, right, so, I, I, so hunters need to talk to you about rap, because I've heard this story. You've not heard this story. <laughs> but we're going to be talking about botches later on in the list of wrestling daft. And Grado went through a ceremony botch uh, at the weekend there at the Scottish Music Awards. Grado, could you t- talk us through what happened? Right, so me and Crofty were to go on the stage, right, and present an award at the Scottish Music Awards. And uh, it was for like, the Go Radio Inspirational Award, right? And we were giving it to him for us, Craig Logan. Right, right, right. right. So... Backstage and all that, and me and Crofty. We've done, we've done, we've presented an award before, Ken. That way, well, we don't because the last time we've done it, we're trying to be funny. Can the crowd are just looking at you as if you're a pair of tits? Can if see if you try to be funny? And it, it's like folk at award shows, it's go on, announce the nominees, award the winner, and get yeah. off the stage. Yeah. Get off, there's no time, about you. it's not about you, right? So, we're backstage and we're going. Can I move with you on us, right? Hey, come on, you get us right and all that. Just, we'll just go and if something funny happens, something natural, we'll see it and all the rest of it, right? So Crofty's like, all right, come on, let's get it. Go ready to go on, right? So Edith Bowman goes like, and now to present the Go Radio Inspiration of the Year Award, please welcome to the stage, Grado! <laughs> right? <laughs> so I walk on the stage, right? And Crofty's like, for fuck. So we walk on the stage, right? I go to the podium and I went, by the way, this is my pal Crofty. We're in the Go Radio breakfast show. Uh, just when you wake up in the morning, just shout, Alexa, launch Go Radio. Right? So, <laughs> so then Crofty takes the mic and goes, uh, and the nominees for the Go Radio 
inspirational award. And just at that, this woman in like a ball gown came right in between the middle of the Came right in between the middle of the street. And I'm like, what the hell? And Crofty's like that, right on the mic. Bear in mind, big massive room, Rod Stewart's there, you know, um, or the Scottish Music Awards guys, right? Big massive room, couple right. of foot, couple of thousand folk there, maybe about 1500, right? So when the nominations are on this woman, just kiss in the middle, kiss in the middle, Crofty goes, Oh, hi. <laughs> the woman was going, Hi. And he went, Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. And who are you? <laughs> Crofty's gone. We need to present the golden. This is for the life folk. Crofty's like, hey, we're, 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 we're here to uh, present the gold radio uh, inspirational award. She went, no, I have to give you the award. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, no, I have to do it. I have to do it. And Crofty's gone, no, we have to do it. And then, um, and while this is happening, they just start, the whoever's in charge of the like the video obviously just went play the nominee. Play it. Oh right. my god! So I'm like, Crofty, let's get the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's going, no, we need you. We need an award. And this point, she's going like this, and the mic's just going, no, I have to hand out the award. It's my manager, Craig Logan Fibros. Uh, uh, it's my manager. I'm like, what's going on here? Edith Bowman's at the side of the stage, going, hey, hey, hey. right, get or not. I walked off and I went. Did I do it and rang there? Was it me? She went, no, no, no. She says, but do you know who that is? And I'm like, no. She's like, it's Amelda May. It's Amelda May, a, a pop star, Amelda May. I was right, like, right, right. I idea who it was. But he crossed his carafe. He's gone, shambles! That's a shambles! <laughs> <laughs> shambles! Cat <laughs> hey, Harvey texts me with about 17,000 smiling emojis going, that is the funniest thing I've ever, ever saw. <laughs> I mean, it was so awkward. So awkward and brutal. Hi! Hi, who are you? Who are you? Unbelievable. We're a big moment, man. We're a big moment. Everybody's like, he's handled it well, boys. He's handled it well. Did he handle it well? Mm. Mate, I just burst out laughing on the stage. I was like, ah. and then I went. <laughs> there was one point in all right where she stood in between us, right? He's gone, no, we have to do that. And I was going, I was going, just let her talk. <laughs> just let her talk. <laughs> For a video where. Uh, People that have got our Patreon, sign up to Patreon. I'll put up the picture of Grado right yeah. now because it is absolutely fucking brilliant. Who's <laughs> for you, Rab? I'll, I'll send it to Rab in the group chat just now so Rab can see this. Hey, any people want to see? But I came off it where I was. Obviously, it was a bit like, do you know what I mean? Like, um, it was a bit like, could it be seen? It was embarrassing. I don't know, man. It was just a bit of fun. It was just a bit. Of, I like bodges. See the oh pictures? Aye, um, I see it. With the face. <laughs> Zoom and then there's another one coming, Rab. There's another one coming. Mm. Here we go. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Jesus. That's funny, that. That's not good. That's not good. Listen, uh, Edith Bowman's get a bit of previous, by the way, for doing that kind of thing. Well, I don't know at if the it BAFTAs, was At the BAFTAs, when me and Ian Connell back in the day were... Uh, Presenting an award, she announced me and Ian Connell as a Robert Connell and Ian Florence. <laughs> <laughs> so she's got a bit of previous there. We had to come on and go, by the way, our names are actually, you know what I mean? So, so, who, is, so who is in the rank? Because I kind of feel like, huh, saying that, only introducing you and no Crofty, I think that immediately makes the situation difficult for you guys. It puts you on the back foot a wee bit. Mm. Um, so I think Edith Bowman's got to carry that. She botched, I think. 
Well, I mean, she does these things. That's her. I mean, if it's no her, it's Des Clark, isn't it? Aye. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, big fan of her work. Anyway, aye. Aye. Good at their jobs, though. They fucking mm. try to remember all us fucking nobody's names. Oh, us strubs. When she's doing for me. When she's doing BBC dealing with, like, fucking. Real, real Mick stars. Hucknall, that. Mick real stars. Mick Hucknall, JK out of Jamiroquai, you know that. You know what I mean? Real stars. Right. Us jabronis. Um, okay, let's see what the punters have been saying. We've been asking for your promos. We've got another one in here for a man calling himself the Steam Train. Let's hear it. I would like to introduce myself. I am the Steam Train, David Butler. And I'm here to take you on a ride. A rickety, rockety ride. A little story. I'd like to take it back to 1990s when a good friend of mine, Coolio, he came to me and he said, Steam Train, I want to write a song about you. I want to write a song about your struggles, your hardships, and your life. And I said to him, Coolio, you're a good friend of mine. Of course you can. Of course you can write a song about me. And off he went. He came back and he played it to me. And the opening lyrics of that song were, As I walk through the valley of a shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Now, that song hit me deep. As I was in a hole, I was in a dump, I was in a crack den. And Coolio <laughs> perfectly illustrated how my life was going, how my life was. And I said to him, Coolio, as you, as you go away from here, don't envision me in your dreams, but keep me in your prayers. Because I need you, Coolio. I need you to get me out of this hole. I need you to beautifully illustrate my life again but once i become a success once i become an enigma and off he went he promised me he would do that and after that that song became big became a hit coolio started becoming famous he was making money he was bagging bitches and i was doing absolutely fucking none of that i was still in that hole i was still in that crack then he left me in the dirt, and I never heard from my man Coolio again. Now I'm here, an insane championship wrestling, <laughs> to drag you people out of a hole, to drag you people out of the dirt, just like Coolio didn't do for me. I'm here to be your savior and drag you from the depths of hell to heaven itself, because I know you've been treated similar to me. I know that you had an idol, you had a friend that you thought you could trust, who you thought was a pure soul, but betrayed you. I know who you know who that is, Grado. He used you people, he got a bit of notoriety, he got a bit of fame and he ran with it. He became a star in America, he became a star in the BBC and he left you people in the dirt. Now I know he's returned. He's got stuff handed to him. I know a lot of you. I know a lot of you people don't respect that. I know a lot of the boys in the back don't like it <laughs> because he's just using you again for another paycheck. 
check. <laughs> and man has a face for radio. And that's where he fucking belongs. He doesn't belong with you people. You people deserve a saviour. You d- people deserve me, the steam train. So I'm here calling you out, Grado, and I know you're not here. I know you don't care. So I want you to address me next week. I want you to address these people and apologize. Because the steam train has left the station, and if you don't watch, you'll be getting hit by a runaway train. I tell you, that was entertaining as fuck. That was fucking good, by the way. That was really good. That was like, I swear to God. That was right? talent. That was talent. That was better than any of Bray Wyatt's promos <laughs> coming back. I want to know who that was. Who was that? I don't know. It just came, came in mysteriously to the rest. And the boys in the back. Yeah. So, yeah, no that video. Me, man. But, but your steam train is coming for you, Grado. See if an ICW show opened up with that guy out there cutting that promo. I I, I fucking love that, man. Mate, that's straight up Dallas' street. I don't think that was funny as hell. Great stuff. Right, um, okay. So here we go. In reference to a video, we've seen a Billy Corgan eating crisps and (laughs) while on on the drum solo. I didn't see this. (laughs) Karate Warrior 2 asks what what the Grado equivalent would be. Would you you eat a kebab in the ring, Grado? What would you eat in the ring? Oh mate, I, what am I talking about? I wrestled for Ravy Davies coming last week. I was eating, in the, I was eating, I was eating my way out. Was it the way out on the way back? Because they were eating chips in the front row. <laughs> I was taking chips out of them. Where do you see this? Brad, would you like to see Billy Corkin eating Chris on stage while doing a drum solo? Yeah, hold on. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to load it up here on Twitter. Okay, I've got it for you here, bro. You got it. Got it. Here. Something quite therapeutic about watching it. <laughs> but it's the way he goes out with his fingers at the end last watch. <laughs> I just <laughs> the drum solo. Fucking good on him, man. He just bored as fuck during a drum solo, so just decides to. It totally reminds me. Remember the the, the clip he won the the rides. Oh, the the, oh, uh, it does the world. Aye, oh aye. my god. He's your um, pal as well. So Rick Wakeman, right, was a musician who played with a band called Yes back in the day, right. He so yes, well, like a prog rock band, and they used to do big, long, like fifteen-minute long songs and all that, right? Um, but Rick Wakeman says I saw him getting interviewed once, and he said um, he was on stage one time, and he was behind his keyboards, uh, and then there was like a big kind of extended kind of solo bit and stuff, and he turned around to one of the guitar tech guys, and he says, I'm "Fucking starving, man! I wish I could have a curry now, right?" But they were just around the corner for like a curry place, so they actually sent out and they brought him in a curry. Um, that he sat on his keyboard and he just ate a curry during while the guys were doing a guitar solo and then beyond that point at every single show um, he would have a curry during the during one of the big guitars just sit behind his keyboard like that quickly eating his curry in about 15 minutes um, finishing his stuff he's fucking nan bread and all that brilliant uh, Kev says Grado no being part of an NXT if they're taking off his scans at the doctors maybe he could be part of NXT Europe next year as a leader of a faction called the Scud Line he also says uh, he got in for work the day and put a tail on. There was a little pointy toed wooden clog shown in Bargain Hunt. <laughs> and all he could think of was that it looked like a male dolphin, a male <laughs> dolphin's <laughs> organ. Thanks a lot. Uh, a lot of people, including Andy, flagging up a clip, has it appeared a certain wrestler maybe on The Masked Singer? 
Have you guys seen this yet? No. Nice, mate. Right, you okay. get it right away. Right, okay. Let's see if Rab... I think it's quite obvious who the certain wrestler that could be on the mask style is, but... Let's... All right, okay. Try and guess before you even hear it who you, you think it would aye, be. That's a good. that's a good point, aye. Somebody's in the mask singer. Who do you think it would be? A wrestler? Aye. The Miz. Right, okay. Don't you dare look back. Keep your eyes Wait, on me. Guy? I said you're holding back. She says, shut up and dance. Jericho. That's Jericho, isn't it? 100%. 100%. Why would Jericho be dressed as a pink dragon? And why? Did not the Masked Singer pretend put on a voice? No, way. no, well, he, no, but, no. He, but he does kind of put on a wee bit of voice during the full cup. I think he does put on a wee voice. We English accent. Aye, uh, I've got something against my singing anyway. I don't like it. But it's definitely no. that's definitely Chris Jericho. Yeah, wrestler mm-hmm. Chris Jericho. Um, Scotty has flagged up this picture of a uh, Zach Efron as Kevin Von Erich. Have you seen him? It looks well, great, doesn't he? Looks good, doesn't it, man? He looks fucking brilliant. He looks, he looks minted, doesn't he, man? How big is Zac Efron got? Jeez. I thought there was stories going about when you do radio and all that, John. It was always Zac Efron's got a dad bod and all that now. Well, he, did, well, he didn't have a dad bod. What, basically, he says, I'm stopping all this, like, no eating and all that and getting super lean. And he had a wee bit merry body on him. But no, look what he's done here, man. Beefed up. He looks fucking great, man. He I looks apart, doesn't he? When, you know what I mean? You can't eat me. He's on the gas. <laughs> Any? Well, he's got to be right. He's on the gas. He's got to be on the gas. Come on, they're not going to be fucking taking his blood on the set of that, are they? He's on the gas, man. He's on the protein. He's on the protein. On the Von Eats, did you ever hear this rumor? This went around mass school when human growth hormone. Aye. <laughs> when a Texas tornado obviously tragically took his own life I heard and this was maybe just an urban myth that he did a Texas tornado clothesline off the cliff what the fuck what are you fucking talking about John is that just an urban myth thing what do you think John what do you Um, think this is a guy that when we were doing football daft we never had a guest one week and he wanted to do a tribute show to Raw Moat this is the kind of stuff that goes through John's head this is listen it's this is what I'd heard, and it was a rumour that went round the school that... What cliff are you talking about, first of all? What? What cliff are you talking about? I don't know what cliff, but Kerry Von Erich. Texas you say, did, did he do a Texas tornado punch off a cliff? <laughs> Aye. No, because he, he shot himself. All right, okay, that was obviously made up. But that was a rumour that was going round school. Well, listen, if you want to get in touch with us about any of that, I'll just random wrestling related stuff. Get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook. Our email is at Wrestling Daft at gmail.com. Woo! Let's give thanks to one of our sponsors, Harry's. Harry's is more than a razor company. They're here to revamp your whole routine. For close shaves and flake free hair, all the way to clear healthy skin, Harry's helps guys feel good. And we're happy. We're happy that we're giving you the chance to try out their skincare range with a freebie and a trial set. Now, what's in the trial set? 
an engineered, expertly engineered weighted handle, a five-blade cartridge crafted by artisans in their German factory, complete with a precision trimmer. They've got that foaming shave gel with effective lubrication in the travel blade clover. Now let me tell you about the hydrating lotions. It brightens up tire looking skin and it sinks in quickly. No greasy residue. Best of all, with continued use, it helps maintain your skin with moisture and it leaves you looking clear, healthy and restored. And you can get this with a trial set. The shave itself is beautiful. I find it very, very relaxing anytime I need to go into the shower and shave myself. Harry's is an experience like no other. No snatches, no blood, no, no rough corners. Everything is just smooth to the bristle. Uh, hydrating lotion as well. It certainly brightens up my skin. It leaves it feeling good and healthy. So make sure you get yourself supporting wrestling daft and start your own skincare journey and get yourself a free Harry's trial set. All you do is go to harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft and all you cover is the 395 that is for delivery. Head to harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every week we like to sort out the dry roasted nuts for the salted nuts as we bury and put our stuff with the wrestling. Let's talk about our choices. I'll tell you, guys, I'm going to give you three guesses about what I'm burying. Ray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Bray fucking Wyatt. It is rotten. Mm. It's fucking rotten. That Uncle Howdy mask is fucking rotten. I'm coming out and cutting the same promo every fucking week is fucking rotten. I'm coming out and no anybody else being involved in the angle, but just himself and a fucking party mask on the screen is fucking rotten. The, all the punters out there all going, talking about all the lore and what does this mean and what does that mean, Nora, is fucking rotten. This... <laughs> As a fucking blight upon professional wrestling. Dusty Rhodes would be fucking bailing at this. What are you selling? A, what is he selling a fucking ticket for? What are we what are we looking forward to watching for this guy? I don't know, but I saw the, the, the promo with him backstage with the guy and he had phones and he was going, you know, I like to don't show my emotions. How's it where you show your emotions all the time, you know? Like, if it goes somewhere, we just don't know where it's going. If it goes somewhere decent, you'll be happy with it. But I just don't know where it's going. Where is it going? Would you, where could it go? Where could it go? I don't know. It's a you see, disaster. Is it very easy now for somebody in wrestling today? The whole I want you. Is it very easy to do that? And then for wrestling fans to go, he's a creative genius, man. Well, I just kind of feel I'm quite surprised, actually, that th this is worse than The Fiend. Like, he's came back with, with a gimmick that is now worse than The Fiend because he's, game, he's came back with a gimmick where I like his new music. Um, I even like the door and all that. 
I just kind of feel just please, 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 please just fucking shut up and wrestle. Please just fucking wrestle. Even it would be better if Bray Wyatt was coming out and just squashing somebody, squashing some fucking name every week than coming out and being all that fucking, you know, I miss you and I want to support you all and thank you for being with me. And then who fucking cares, man? Who cares? It's it's embarrassing to watch. And, And that, um, the event, the Saudi event, which was which was good, which was good, that event, and that sat there in the middle of that show like a big fucking like. Why was that even there? Nothing happened. Nothing progressed. Nothing changed. Nothing moved forward. I just don't get it. I don't get it. It pisses me off. Because again, I'll say again, I like Bray Wyatt. I do actually think he is talented. I do think, but there is just. There is no creative help for this guy. This guy is getting no creative help. Even somebody to go, mate, that fucking mask is rotten. That fucking Uncle Howdy thing is fucking rotten looking. <laughs> nobody to just kind of, no quality control, nobody to go, this isn't good. I wish somebody would say to him, mate, you're good. You don't have to have a fucking mad mask or a fucking Oris fucking bells and whistles. You are good. Yes. You're fucking good at this. Uh, Do you think though he's been given carte blanche the, when he's come back? Part of the deal has been I get complete, complete control. Do you think that's part of the deal since he's come back? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I will put over the Roman Reigns and Logan Paul match. Um, so I did he hurt himself, Logan Paul? Aye, he hurt. Uh, he, I, I mean, it's a loop, but I think it's when he's, he's done. He's done the leap from the top turnbuckle onto the announce table. The way he la- I saw when he landed, it looks there. It looks there the way he landed. But listen, that guy, cool. fair play to him, John. No, I mean he he put everything into that match. That match felt big time. It felt it, it was it was like genuinely WrestleMania main event level. That match. It was good. Uh, it it genuinely good. was. It was a yeah. brilliant match. The build up was great. The press conferences were great. Um, Roman Reigns was absolutely superb in that match. All his stuff at the start of the match, all he's like kind of dismissing Logan Paul, and then all he's kind of waking up to being like, "Hold oh, on a minute here and all that." It's fucking great entertainment, man. It was great. It was great a good. It was a good pay per view. I, I I watched it. Very strong. It was a really good pay per view. A very strong pay per view. Um. <laughs> Just Gredo laughing at me. You're laughing at Gredo. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm laughing at something. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Sometimes I just have to stop and that's mad the way we, what we're doing here, isn't it? <laughs> just it was great. It was a very strong pay-per-view. <laughs> it was though, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a very... And he was just great. Roman Reigns was great. <laughs> cut, like, cut like grown men, man, sitting on my computer. I know. Pure gun. It was a strong paper for you. I'm sitting here fucking freezing because I've not put the heating on. Going like that. Roman Reigns is great. Fair play to him. Well uh, done, Roman. That boy's done well. That was a WrestleMania a match. <laughs> We're all sitting there, pure, in my thirties, pure going, Dan, oh man. In my thirties, in a fucking, in 30s, 30s, sorry, sorry. fucking 45 years old, mate. 42. Fucking Fuck. sitting here, 
talking about this, talking about Spots? fucking wrestling at 45, man, nearly fucking 50. Shut the fuck up, man. We'll lose it. Bray Wyatt's probably going like that. Who is this fucking old cunt fucking telling me about my fucking bits? I'm not working. He did that. He's probably thinking to himself, you've wrote about fucking five fucking thousand sketches in your life and only about fucking ten of them have been funny. So what the fuck are you <laughs> I would love to see Bray Wyatt sit and watch every fucking episode of Burniston and fucking analyse it all and go, what were you fucking doing there? And that fucking sketch that was rotten. That looks crap. You're about fucking 40 stone in that fucking... You look, you look as if you're going to drop D.D. a fucking heart attack in that. It's fucking rotten. That's rotten. You're fucking baldy. Watch with the pallets thing, Rab. Watch with the pallets thing. I would love to see... I would love that. I would love to see fucking Bray Wyatt doing that. <laughs> shut up. Sitting... I know. You're right, Grado. It's funny, isn't it? GGH1992 wants to... <laughs> Nikki binning the 24-7 title. Did you see this? Did you see that bit? Did you see that? Aye. And missing the binning or that? It was fucking real, that, by the way. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to... You know, GGH wants to bury the fact she missed the bin for about two yards out, but I, I, I liked it. Beppy wants to bury Malachi Black's shite goth part. Is he back? Yes, he is. Where is he? He's back at AEW. Oh, I thought he was leaving WWE. No. Right, Gredo. What? AEW. Mm. Coming to the UK next year. I saw that. Right. Are you booked? I'm a Nick. But I can't get into details, but AEW helped me this week. Well, they're trying to help me with something. I did a wee bit of an issue on social media <clears> and have managed to help me out a wee bit, so... Uh, folk will be going, I tell this me, I tell this me, but it's, it's no biggie, but I had some trouble with my social media and the AEW office have helped me. Gredo, why would the AEW office be helping you with your tech problems? <laughs> Come on, geez the scoop. This is the fucking wrestling show. No. Don't be saving the scoop for fucking a pint and fucking two shots, mate. No, I wouldn't say, no, let, here, see, forget it, sorted. I'll tell you next week, right? I need to get it sorted first and I'll tell you next week, right? Okay. So you heard it here first, Kenny Omega versus Grado at a Hydro, you heard it here first. Would you know have it, No. Would you think no have it, Craven Cottage? Aye. Do you think so, John? I think so. I think. Yeah. Aye, they'll sell, they'll sell it out. They'll sell it out. Mm. They'll, um, because it, man. Well, Tony can own. I think they'll have it as Silverburn. Hey, I saw Joey Essex at Silverman once. I went for a meet and greet and got my picture. You went for a meet and greet with Joey Essex? Ah, it was a low point in my life. Ah, um, Andy, pretty... Andy, Andy wants to put her Logan Paul. The guy's got it, he says. He's Even got it. He's injured himself now. Also wants to put her the tribal chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, 800 days as champion. Mark wants to put her Grado's pals all working on Dynamite. I was good to uh, see Colt back, wasn't it? I know, man. I woke up at half four for my work. And saw that he was like, I texted him right away going, holy shit, man, get in there, that's, that's, that's a, a big... Drop our two fingers up to punk that, innit? it? Isn't it, man? Because, let's be honest, you know, he's at, everybody knows now, didn't they, with the press conference and him trying to bury Cabana in his bank with his mono, that carry on. But there you go, good to see Cabana back. And it was interesting to see a lot of the boys tweeting about it, how happy they were for Cabana. So, aye. Uh, well, hey. Who else was on it? Well, my pals. Well, Matt Hardy, obviously. 
he's one all the time. Coach Trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Coach Trip, I need to text Adam. Why? Because Adam used to always tell me that he's his father's pal worked at Glasgow Airport and his name was Buster and I couldn't get rid of this. I thought that's the best name ever. So when River City asked me, what do you want to be called? I went, I want to be called Buster because I thought it was just the best name ever. And I was away down to London on Wednesday, right? And I went to Glasgow Airport and this guy went, you can't Adam Shame, didn't you? And I went, aye. He went, aye, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm Pally with his father, whatever. And I went, you're no Buster, are you? And he rolled up his sleeve and he had a Buster tattoo. No and way. I was like, you're the original Buster. He was like, hey, tell me. I <laughs> <laughs> tell me. And then it, well, I was going through security and I saw him again and he was telling everybody he was going, he's basically calling me a hack. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's going, there's a guy that bumped me, he stole me, he impersonates me. I was like, well, I wasn't impersonating you. I just loved your nickname. You know what I mean? But it was good to see the original Buster. There you are. Mick Bash wants to bury UK Rampage 93. Worst show I've ever seen. <laughs> That's a brilliant. Topical. Ryan wants to put all the top heel work shooting on fans by Rhea Ripley. Listen, by the way. Did you see this? Did you see that? After she untied an audience member's shoelaces while on the ground on the outside. Did you see a Gredo? No. Fucking, Fucking Rhea. She was, on the ground on the outside. she was rolling about on the ground on the outside, right? And she untied the guy's laces. Let me show you this because you'll fucking love it. It is brilliant. Rhea Ripley is really amazing, isn't she? Proper reaches in as well. That is brilliant. That is brilliant. She's great, isn't she, man? Whereabouts is that? I don't know if it's a house show. I don't. I think it looks like a house show. Yeah, it is with the gardens. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's brilliant, by the way. She's brilliant in that judgment day. Um, she's brilliant with Dominic. She's making Dominic look a million bucks. She's, um, I think she's just fucking cracking, man. And what age is she? She's like, just young, isn't she? Aye. You know, something like 25, 24, 25 or something. All that stuff whispering in Dominic's ear and all that sort of stuff. Oh, man, she's so good. And she's brilliant in the ring as well, you know what I mean? So it's just like, she just, she's she's got a lot. She's Australian, isn't she? Yeah. Yes. Um, Sean wants to put her Logan Paul. Boy is Talented as fuck in the ring. Wants to bury the lack of Kevin Owens again this week. Scott wants to put on Nick Aldis getting the fuck out of NWA. The place has been a shit show post-pandemic and he's finally getting out. Dying for Rab's take on this. Uh, I want to co-sign that. I want to see Nick Aldis in the fucking WWE. That's enough now. That's enough of this fucking nonsense. You've got this guy who's a good promo, who dresses well, who, who wrestles well. Get him in the fucking WWE. Right, there was one guy. There was one guy holding him back for working in WWE, and he's never he's known very much anymore. So, ooh, who could that be? I wonder. Ah, he's can maybe work out yourselves. We so need to. Work. He should be over there. Get him over there. Get him and Mickey over there in WWE, and you've got a you've got a hot ticket there. Um, so Brian wants to put all the latest AEW show, great action segments throughout. Um. Uh, wants to put all the Nicky Belt botch missing the massive bin cracks Bailey and one of the other dogs walks on a wall botch many a goal that's not botch that's, that's not fucking botches man people are botch obsessed and wants to bury the shit show that Twitter is becoming um, oh Stevie, wow Stevie wants to put all Sammy Zane uh, and uh, wants to bury Elon Musk Elon Musk is getting picked. what's going on here everybody's Wait, I take it you don't like Elon Musk and Rob I mean I don't uh, I, I'm no Spending any energy on it, I don't think. I think, I think everybody's. You everybody's know, gonna ask for that. Twitter, Twitter's a fucking shithole anyway. 
So it's not like he's came in and he's spoiled some fantastic thing. It's a, a negative force Twitter. So, um, so I don't get it. Obviously, he's he's, he's a fucking asshole. I can't believe some folk had the boss to pure bam him up and change the name to Elon Musk and all that, and they're all just getting banned. Dad, fuck that. I mean, I I'm, I will only use Twitter now to promote stuff. I'm no like chatting to anybody or on or anything like that. I'm done. But I'll, I be, I need to go on it to, to see a show's coming on or whatever. By the way, congratulations, Grado. Uh, two doors down is back. Oh, nice. and just congratulations, the Scots is back next Wednesday the sixteenth. Yes. Um. And how's it been going for you? The two doors down series been back. You get any feedback or anything for anybody? Everything's good feedback so far. I've not managed to catch any of the episodes yet because it was away. But um, it seems to be good. So, fingers crossed, two doors down does well. And fingers crossed, Scots does well. Agreed. BLP wants to put her Grado's five-star classic versus Ronan King for your wrestle zone. Thanks. Halloween hijinks last weekend. Wants to bury Hit Row. Doesn't like Hit Row. Uh, Gavin would like to put her Grado for sounding pure Ayrshire last week when he was ill. Must be some sort of regression back to a childlike state when he was under the weather, but it was lovely to hear his roots coming through. It could also be because he couldn't be asked. That's had two pints, of, two pints, had two glasses of wine. I think I was a bit off cut on that episode. You know that? Oh, that's a surprise, isn't it? That's not like you. You just made the list. Heels, the list of wrestling daft. Uh, and this week we put the best AEW themes against best botches and AEW themes beaten again. 81% what? of our patrons voted for botches. You love a botch, don't you, Grado? You botchamania and all that. And bot- no, I don't. AEW botches, the Twitter account. You love all that, carry on. There? Do you know? I'm trying to think where I've said it. I'm trying to not contradict myself. I get a right laugh sometimes when I see him going tits up, but... Nothing to the point where you're laughing at folk when, when they could get injured, because I don't like seeing that. Or when people do something so outrageously dangerous, it pees me off. Absolutely. You know, here's the way I would put it, right, to some of these people here who, obviously as people voted to hear about the best botches, right? But I, I've been in the ring, right? I've been in the ring. And see when you've, see when you've actually done it. You're listening to a podcast here. With three men, right, who have all spent time in the squared circle, right? Grado's obviously had more matches than myself and John, but we've all done it. We've all served time in the squared circle. And let me tell you something. See, when you step through the ropes, it's like entering another dimension. It doesn't matter how many plans you've made or how much you've visualized it or how many predictions you've made about how this event is going to go. Once you step through this, these ropes, you are in a world of men and women, strong men and strong women. And this goes way back, way back in time to the the wrestlers of old George, San Martino. George Hackenschmidt. Let me ask you a question. Do you think San Martino ever did a botch? Do you think he ever went backstage? Maybe he slipped on a wee bit of sweat or something and twisted his ankle and went out a wee bit. Do you think he went in the back and, and people laughed and went, oh, you botched tonight? Bruno, I don't think so. Let me tell you why. Because that was a time of respect. That was a time of respect. That that was post-war. People had been through World War II. Now, I need you to understand something. You, as you're sitting listening to this, whether you're in your motor or you're in your house or you're doing your dishes or whatever Chinese. you're doing, pulling your wee plonker while you're listening to this, mm. right? You have never had to kill a guy. You've never had to step over it a trench, out of a trench and run into Nazi gunfire 
no, there was no Nazis in World War One in the trenches, but the, there was Germans. Was San Martino in the war? No, and what the point I'm making is, Grado, you've never fought in a war. You've never had to earn the next breath that you take. See when John went into the ring against the Lord Provost, right? He was like the men in the trenches. He was like the men in World War II. Dunkirk, the heroes of Dunkirk, when he put on that big fat sumo suit to wrestle the Lord Provost, right, and possibly snap the Lord Provost's neck, he was falling in the footsteps of, aye, I'm going to say it, he was falling in the footsteps of such notaries as the Rock Don Miracle. <laughs> what have you ever done in your life? You can laugh at Dino Bravo and his, gang, his connections to crime. You can say Dino, Dino Bravo was connected to criminals. There was some kind of crime connection there. Allegedly, I don't know. I'll cover myself by saying allegedly. But John is Dino Bravo. Does. <laughs> Grado is uh, Van Hammer to us. And I am uh, the Baldies at ECW. <laughs> <laughs> So, have a wee bit more respect when you're asking for botches. Gredo, what's the worst botch you've ever had? Um, Rob Van Dam won, but that wasn't you. That wasn't my fault. That was his fault. Mm. That was his botch. Um, I ended up in botching me at once. Somebody choked slammed me onto somebody else. I think they were meant to move out the road. I don't have no really had a lot of, but I, I remember you when you're talking about Univis's match in Monsters Ball and, and I hadn't seen it and when I watched it I was expecting to see loads of botches and that, but there wasn't. Ah, there was a botch near the end of that. I, we kind of it was a wee bit loosey goosey. A wee bit loosey goosey, but uh, I'm forgetting there was Um Although I did used to do this spot years ago where I would do yeah, I would do the old school Ken Undertaker gimmick and I'd tie the guy up and walk along the rope. But crotch myself, right? Aye, aye, and aye. my boys. But then I would pay it off, aim a comeback, and then pay it off by hitting it. You know, I'd walk along and do the old school. Do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so I done it, missed it, I went up to do it again to finally hit it. I fell again. No, I was the man for the second time. I fucking raging. I was like, roll me up, roll me up, roll me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's see what the punters are saying. I'm trying to think if there's any major botches that I've seen in, in the wrestling that I want to call out. It's the, the ultimate botch is fucking Vince running into the ring. I don't care what anybody says. That's the fucking ultimate botch. Vince running into the ring and doing his fucking quads. There's no botch. There's no botch that will ever beat that. Him, the fucking the the boss in the whole fucking world of wrestling sitting there on his ass shouting at them and they're all having to fucking no Brett character on that. Beautiful man. Because he wasn't even meant to go there anyway, but he was gonna take off his nut because of how shite the ending was, wasn't it? Aye, aye, he was gonna so to rescue just, it. Everything was just fucking you know, like what's he doing coming out here? <laughs> then it was like, why is he on the flare? <laughs> why is he sitting shouting up at us? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Bronze Just chair. Was... Going, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> Bronze chair 
Ron Schiller says it's going to be Matt Hardy falling near the top rope while doing his entrance pose. Makes me laugh every time. Ah, that was funny. Jason says Shockmaster's grand appearance. Oh, yes, we love that, obviously. Follow Jasper says Matt said I'll make his debut in AEW and immediately falling off the top rope. Oh, wow, it was one. Beppe says Punk botching the buckshot twice due to him being knackered and passed it. Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't he have happened to a bigger wank? That's harsh, isn't it? That is harsh. Scott says coach trip 2016 square go. What was that? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what this is. We're going to have to investigate this. We need to get Adam on to talk about that. Phil mm-hmm. says Ricky Morton gone straight between the middle and the top rope. Simple yet effective. Jamie says Bushwhackers coming back to WWF in 96. Licking kids was out of fashion by then. Stuart <laughs> says that Ricky been... Morton thing? Was that, was that not a spot that they used to do? Because I'm sure Cass yeah. Hammond used to do that and all. It's one of the funniest spots ever. You never saw that shot? Like, no, anyway, never seen. You would think that with a body like that, he'd like to have some lumps on it. I heard he had to tie knots in his tights just to make it look like he had knees. And there's been over the joke. Let's see what the kid did. Well, he's... <laughs> bump. Ah, you said that quite regular. Yeah, see, you could get, you'd make a good yeah. career out of that, couldn't you? If that was your thing, you did that, you get booked all over the place. I'm up. sure it, it definitely wasn't pop. Maybe I'm getting it. He did do it. Aye. Maybe it was a botch. I don't know. I don't know. Funny, but anyway, keep going. So, uh, Stuart says it's going to be big tight. It's a new deck under the ring at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Oh, that is hilarious. Absolutely it? howling. I love that. I love and, that. And Sean says, mentioned it previously, but Scotty Swift versus Crusher Crave <laughs> at WrestleZone attempted a table spot about three times before eventually gaining up. <laughs> it's a nightmare, isn't it? Uh, and Crabe just pinning him after battering him off at three times. <laughs> just pinning him, brilliant. I remember Simon Diamond and Sabu, and who else was it? At that WWE show in Glasgow. There was a pay per view, and they tried a table spot. But you can in Scotland, we've got the right hard day for tables with the silver Aye. metal run it, and they were honestly killing ourselves trying to break this table. And I remember seeing it live, going, "That's never breaking." The tables just don't break. I have a story. And I think they just gave it up. Beautiful. So there you have it. <laughs> cool, mate. You cool story, you. bro. You've got to get on our Patreon, by the way. Listen, Twitter's going to die, so you need to go on our Discord. Uh, I was on the Discord the other night having a wee look, seeing what everybody was talking about. Um, they were talking a lot of shit. But you might go on it. <laughs> Yeah, That's chat terrible. to us, chat to the rest of the community. Best way to get involved, sign up to one of your tiers at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. So, and it, and it supports the show. And when we go and do a live show, uh, that's you're going to be the first ones in the door. So, um, yeah, we've been doing this for three years. If we don't do one, no, we'll never ever do it. It's pathetic. John, you might get for the fucking producer. I'm waiting for the oh, producer wait. to fucking order. Yeah, I can it. do it. It's your fucking diaries. The two of you, see, try. She tried to even record a podcast. It's a fucking nightmare. I already she tried to get a fucking daft. live show to di- diary. It'll be a fucking nightmare. Filming this, filming that, doing panto, doing this. I think, right, let's get a date in the diet. And here's what I'm thinking, right? Here's what I'm thinking. We speak to the people at ICW, right? The day before their garage show, um, which the, the, it's Fianloden. Is it not all Fianloden? What's Square I'm Go? Part of mine. Square Go. Square Go. No, do Square Go, right? Square goal, and we do something around that, and we tie it in. When is a square goal? It's February, is it? At the garage? Aye, I think so. So, book something for that. Everyone, after the back of January, January's a shitter, 
we do our live show then and everyone comes along and we get it in the diaries. That's what I'm suggesting right now, live on the podcast. Right, book it. Right, book it. Aye, right. Book it. I've got nothing in February. Get you there in half an hour, you can't. I've got nothing in February. Why'd I say that? Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. That sounds very, very cheeky, John. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. Great, <laughs> um, I've got nothing happening in February. I've got nothing going on. Uh, I don't know if I've got that in February. I've got nothing. I've got, nothing going, I've got nothing going on in February. What's um, What have you got, Grado? Um, when do you win your wrestling next? Ask me, I've, I've retired. <laughs> You've heard it here first, you, Grado has retired from wrestling. Retired. After five star the other week. The no, other because week. I had another match the following week with Tim Thatcher. Oh, did I, how did that go? Brilliant as well. Brilliant as well. I loved it. I loved it. But um, putting too much pressure on myself, I had too much on... Pierre Ravy Davy, what a show he puts on, by the way. But I never gave him the right music. I never, um, I never had my bum bag. I never had my hat. And I felt I went. I just told Tim Thatcher before when I went. This is my last match. That's my last match. It's my last match. Who's that? That's my last match. You want to referee me, Brett? That's my last match. <laughs> I paid fifty dollars to change my flight. <laughs> Did you? Is that your last match? Mate, I'm not doing that again. Rubbish. Swear to God. You've said this before. Dicky Divers, not... if you're listening, I know that you're trying to book me as well, but I just need to let you know that I've retired. <laughs> you're not making your last as much as... Mate, my retirement was last Saturday night. I went out with a bang. I beat Tim Thatcher. That's it. Well, this is it. You've heard it here first. Grado has retired for professional wrestling. Um, get it on the dirt sheets. It's been a good <laughs> career. It'll be a surprise to come there because I think you thought you retired about fucking four years ago. <laughs> um, I do look fucking terrible, man. You do, mate. You look all puffy and all that. You look all puffy. You look like you've lost a bit of weight, though, Rab. No, I don't I think have... he does. I think he, look, I think he looks bloated and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have lost a bit of weight, but it's just because I've been ill, really ill. Um, you yeah. remind me of somebody. You look, like a wee, you look like a wee... Ryan like a Reynolds? Wee, do you know how you look like? You look like a wee tweenie. Remember the tweenies? One of the tweenies? Fuck's sake, man. <laughs> it's just because your nose is dead red. Don't say my nose is red like I've been fucking boozing. I think you look like one of the tweenies. Boys, I'm in a bad way. I'm fucking 45 <laughs> yeah. years old. Type in, John, type in the tweenies. He looks a bit like Milo for the tweenies, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Tweenies. Come on, I don't look like the tweenies. That's rotten. My old the tweenies. It's fine, mate. You see the okay. fucking off the apostles ring Glasgow to go read the ones. I look like John Candy. I hate it. We waved at you last night. Me and Jen were coming back for the tune. We'll drive past your big billboard. We went. All right, Grado. <laughs> what was doing that when we drive past? We're oh, coming towards Dumbarton or somewhere. Ah, well. Nah, you don't look like a tweenie. You don't. I feel bad about that. Cheers, man. Thank you. I appreciate How's it. everything going for the New Year show? It's going all right. Um, I think we get a lot of good people involved. Um, we don't have you involved, Grado. We need to do something about that, though. How do you feel about making Johnny Watson homeless? Uh, that's nothing to do with us, mate. He, uh, he nothing to do with us. But I'll tell you something, though. It's a uh, it's hard work. Hard, oh, man. And quite and quite a lot of pressure. So fucking fair play to Johnny for doing this year after year, man. It was brilliant last year. It really was. I had COVID actually back then. 
but we've got uh, we've got good people, man. We get Paul McCall um, for the show. We've got him this year, and we get uh, loads of good people. Martin Quinn, good. Stephen Buchanan's back. Uh, Louise McCarthy, Gail for your other city, man. Oh, they're brilliant. You see Paul McCall. Remember, he was the first one in the sunny. He was in the sunny, and I remember him reading the lines. This was my because the sunny was my first TV, like in front of cameras. Are you talking about Stephen McCall? Fuck, I'm talking about Stephen McCall. Anyway, Stephen McCall, he said to me, I just read the I just read the lines on the day. I don't revise, but you're better after and just read them on the day and get them in your head. And see for that for then for that day onwards, I done that. I was like, ah, Stephen McCall just tells me to just read the script on the day, just turn up on the day, right? And then I met him at an edition a couple of months ago. And I went, Do you mind you gave me that advice about just reading the script in the morning? He went, I was fucking kidding on. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, that's all thing you've got fucking control of is a script. Learning the lines, you need to get him in your head. Fucking renowned, renowned actor, Stephen McCall. You're thinking he's only looking at the lines in the morning. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll do, man. I think I know what I'll do. <laughs> I think I know what that'll do. What about yourself, John? Falk up daft, how can people hear that? Uh, you can get that wherever you get your podcast. If you like, enjoy hearing things about Falkirk Football Club, we are the podcast for you. There you go. Yes. Uh, would you say your audience is mainly people who support Falkirk? Yes, not many people out with. Oh, the one person reached out and shout out to them, uh, Wrestling Daft listener, who I can't remember the name of, reached out and said, Here's the. Who was it from? Was it Jamie? No, it wasn't Jamie. But anyway, thanks very much to the wrestling app listener that listens to Falkirk Daft. Because it's not beautiful as well. Because it's like somebody who's made the effort to actually yeah another show, not and you've not even made the effort to fucking uh, you know, name is. No, even for a Falkirk fan, it's his name, Jamie. Jamie, that's no Jamie. Anyway. Not, okay, but I, I don't know who it was. I can't remember who it was. But they listened to Falkirk Daft, and they said they're a Celtic supporter, and they said, "Is it weird that I listen to Falkirk Daft?" And I said, no, it's not. Fantastic. Come and listen to me talk shit about Falkirk. Why go. is there no Celtic daft? There was a Celtic daft until, until the purge. Um, so you get that where you get your podcast as well. Oh, and by the way, shout out to Rab. Uh, Rab Florence is uh, going on a ghost hunt as well. As oh, what's a, that, John? Rab, I've seen that in the BBC Sounds. It's a BBC Sounds podcast where I go on a ghost hunt. It's called Rab Florence is going on a ghost hunt. It's on BBC Sounds. Uh, you'll get it on fucking, I don't know wherever you get podcast stuff just look for it that's BBC Sounds mate BBC Sounds it's on BBC Sounds Rab Florence is going on a ghost hunt and uh, I go and have a a vigil in the haunted Glasgow Panopticon oh what was that like do you believe in all that it's a good wee listen well I'll let you listen to the show John and uh, and, uh, you can work that out for yourself Um, but do give that a listen if you can it's good fun it's a very well done show Uh, okay guys yeah, I think I'll put a bow in that one for this episode. Let's put a button. Let's put let's put a pin in that until later. Yeah, uh, and we'll see where we are this weekend. It, uh, when Survivor Series? Uh, Thanksgiving, isn't it? So it's end of November. End of November. Yeah. Come on, let's be having you. <laughs> I want a Survivor Series. Come on. And listen, I. Apologies as well because I'm not back to 100% yet. I'll be back to 100% next week, but I've kind of had to drag myself through this podcast. I'm totally fucked. Mate, you don't look like a tweener. I feel. F- <laughs> I don't know. Mate, I really. Um, 
I'm upset about that. See what see ten years ago. Because your nose is all puffy and red. See ten years ago when I first saw the tweenies, I thought to myself, I hope nobody ever fucking compares me to one of these. <laughs> and I thought I'd get away with it because nobody watches it, it's not on the telly anymore, and then here you go today. No, you look like a tweenie. <laughs> hey, Albert Road. Hi, Albert Road, that's yourself. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.